0: Well, it was a painful end to the Detroit Lions game with the Dallas Cowboys, as their two-point conversion was called back illegal touching. Oh, my boy. dad had that conversation with me when I was <laughs> uh, when you were going to so, school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, my goodness, and it was a play that we found in the pr- uh, press conference afterwards that Dan Campbell had laid out for the officiating crew. Certainly, all the video seems to point that. Uh, that uh, Taylor Decker did report in as eligible as required. So, what the heck happened and what appeal, if any, does the Detroit Lions have? Uh, we welcome Bill Keenis, an old friend, former vice president of public relations for the Detroit Lions for 32 years and host of WJR's Gridiron Wrap on Sundays at 7. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Guy, and happy uh, belated New Year to each of you. And to you. So, I got to say, with your. <laughs> With your perspective, your historical perspective, when you watched this called back, how looming a sense of deja vu did you have? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I I may have used that phrase a few times, quite frankly. Um, Certainly, uh, with it being in Dallas, the the 2014 playoff game brought back a lot of uh, memories. And and there have been others, uh, as we know, but it was... uh, I'll tell you what my, my immediate reaction as everything unfolded was Ben Johnson is a savant. I mean, that was one of the most amazing plays I think any of us have ever seen and the way he set it up. And I, I do believe that throughout the game, uh, you set those plays up, uh, for them to work one time in the most important part of the game. And, uh, and it was just brilliant. And and maybe as everything's being digested, it was too brilliant because, uh, you know, did it work? Yeah, but maybe too well.
2: Yeah, but that's the argument. Hi, Bill. It's Jamie. That's Hi, the Jamie. argument some people are making, that it was too, right. you know, confusing even for the referee. Mm-hmm. Taylor Decker with his big number 68 <laughs> talked to the official yeah. and said, I'm reporting. This is on the official, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's the, obviously the, the sentiment that's out there. And, um, I know that, uh, there is, uh, some reports that it was, uh, it was so impactful what Taylor did and Panay Sill did. And then with Dan Skipper, you know, running on, uh, you know, toward the end of that sequence. And, and Dan had actually reported eligible a number of times during the game, which I take is just making the play even more brilliant. Um, but uh, unfortunately uh, the, the penalty was called it, it, you know, threw all lines fans in a, in a fury, predictably and understandably, but maybe, maybe, maybe there's a, uh, you know, another ending to this story, you know, the, there's a good chance or at least a chance that the lions will play dallas in a playoff game perhaps well I'm and hoping so. uh in the way dan reacted and some of the players reacted aiden Hutchinson in particular uh about getting another chance to play the cowboys uh that could be some real poetic justice
0: Bill, we know how um, you know, uh, Dan is when he calls these plays. You know, he goes mm-hmm. for it on fourth down all right. the time. Everybody expects that. But you got people on either side saying, okay, yeah, the two-point, we could have yeah. won that. But, yeah. you know, after about three chances, maybe just kick the field goal, tie it up, and go yeah. into overtime. Your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I wonder how many uh, Michigan sports fans, uh, Wolverine and Lions, watching the the U of M game last night thought the same thing. What's Jim Harbaugh going to do? You know, mm-hmm. um, but Dan Campbell is who he is. And that's the beauty of it. And the players know that. And, and he apparently told the team, look, when we get this ball for the last drive, we're going to go down there. We're going to score a touchdown. We're going to go for two and win the game. And players love that type of head coach. And he's been consistent from day one. Um, I mean with a with a trick play earlier in the game on the punt I mean teams probably look at Dan and the Lions as one of the most um, innovative offensively but certainly one of the most daring so I think you know the the odds were less and less with each uh, failed three-point attempt if you or Mm two-point attempt if you will there being three of them but that's Dan and I you know, you accept him for what he is, and and the fans know it, the players know it, and that's the most important thing.
0: Bill, I got to ask you about the national reaction to all of this because mm-hmm. ten years ago, if this had happened, the the social media and the national reaction would have been, yeah, but the Lions blew it on the extra <laughs> point, or the, yeah, the Lions blew yeah. it earlier. The reaction after this, both on ESPN and Rex Ryan mm-hmm. going on a rant, and the social media buzz was, the Lions got jobbed. It's crazy how. People have kind of glommed onto this team and are now willing to take up our, our defense in something. like well
2: now this. they're watching and so now they're like, hey yeah, that wasn't right before like in 2014 Bill, people are just like, oh whatever yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well
1: I, 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 think, I think guy, you're absolutely right and, and I responded to a few te- to a few friends uh, America's team lost Saturday night it was, you know the Lions have in many ways in many respects become America's team. Mm-hmm. And I think it perhaps started with the hard knocks with uh Dan exposing his rawness, his realness to the country, and people love that. And then just the way he's been and, and his human reaction uh after the game Saturday, along with the players, was so real and people can relate to that. And uh, you know, football fans love that. They love a coach that has passion. And, emotion. and I think it's representative of the city and our state, you know, hardcore blue collar grit, all those those terms that in the past might not have been as real as they are now, but they're certainly real now with with Dan Campbell and with his team.
2: Uh, just with your perspective for how long you've worked <laughs> with the Lions, how big of a deal is it that they won the division?
1: Oh, it's huge. I mean, <laughs> I remember vividly I was with the team in, in 1993 when uh, Eric Kramer, our quarterback, led us to a division title. And there's no one alive, let alone any Lion fan, that thought it would uh, take another 30 years to accomplish that. But I think it's, it, it's amazing. It's only taken three years for Dan and Brad Holmes to accomplish this and winning the division is always the first step because it guarantees you it guarantees this team something that we've never seen before and that's a home game at Ford Field which is uh, at least from my perspective i think home field advantage in the nfl nfl in general and in the playoffs in particular is so impactful more 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 important perhaps than any other sport hmm. so at least one home game is huge and uh, it's it's an amazing accomplishment,
0: Bill. How bad is it going to be for Minnesota next week? They're going to get it.
1: Well, right. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, that's a great observation, Lloyd. Um, I think the fans are going to um, uh, they're going to you know probably exude some frustration as well. But you love it. You love a passionate fan base, and there's no fan base in the country more passionate than the Lions fan base, and that's always been the case. So I think the Vikings are in for something. It'll be interesting to see because obviously from all accounts the Lions uh can't improve their their position in the uh in the playoff order of things. So uh and Minnesota has a very, very slight chance of uh of mm-hmm. of making it yeah. which is unrealistic. So Dan has said, Coach Campbell has said he's gonna play the starters. So we'll see how long they, they do play. But yeah, I think, uh, I think Fortill will be hopping uh, next Sunday and uh, even more so, obviously for the playoff game.
0: Very quickly, Bill, just seconds left. Is there any appeal left for, for the Lions president? What can he do? My wife wants to take this to the Supreme court.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God bless her. God bless her. That's awesome. But uh, I think it's more procedural at this point. I mean, you know Dan and he made a great point uh unfortunately he was with New Orleans when they had the the controversial call in the uh championship game years ago against the Rams when the Rams went to the Super Bowl the first time so he's been through it and his approach is excellent because the most important thing is for the players to move on right um and 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 sort of like I think what 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 Michigan did throughout this year, even going back to last year, these, these, uh, setbacks, these hurdles, these issues galvanize the team. And I, that's what I think Dan is doing with, with the lions. He's yeah. done a great job. And one thing, you know, that the players know that it's, it's the playoffs really, I mean, that are most important. And, uh, and I think Dan will use this as a, as a motivator. I don't okay. want to say a positive. It's hard to use that phrase, describing what happened, but, but certainly, I think uh, Dan will approach we, it the right way.
0: We will try to get over on. it, Bill Keenest. We will try. May you, I'm sure you've got life skills I don't even have but uh, <laughs> to, to get over this. We thank you for your insights, my friend. Enjoy the playoffs. We look forward to future conversations.
1: Likewise to everyone. Thank you, Guy.
0: Happy New
3: Year. Going
0: to be a chilly one at the bus stop. Uh, When you factor in the winds, it's going to be about mid-20s out there for uh, the kids as they head back to school and everybody else heading back to work. Welcome to 2024, and we wish you uh, a belated happy new year, but it is heartfelt. The Athletic uh, on its X-Feed, Twitter X-Feed, has an Instagram post. Nick Roddy dug this up. Chase (laughs) Winovich, the former linebackers coach, uh, posting a, a, a narrative the Connor Stallions had some great seats at the Rose Bowl. It's a shot of uh, Stallions looking over his shoulder with some roses uh, on his Michigan hoodie. Uh, it's, He's also in the second row, it looks like. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Right. Some great, great seats. By the way, have you seen what the seats are running for the national championship? $2,500 minimum. Wow. $4,000 if you look a little at the lower bowl.
2: Uh, that's that's a ton. So, like, regular people can't go see their team?
0: That would be it. And the flight out to Houston, if you look at, uh, if you were to jump on the Delta app right now, somewhere around 2400 bucks round trip. Oh. If you want to go out the day before the game and come home the day after the game.
2: Uh, back to this fine Nick. I think it's him. I mean, yeah, he didn't do sure anything him. criminally wrong. He's yeah. allowed to do what he wants. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: He doesn't have the stash anymore a, yeah, or any We know he's a
0: big Michigan fan. We sure so, know that. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you know, my my skepticism meter is the needle is already well bent. Guy thinks this is photoshop uh, I think it's uh, real. Well, it's well done. It's, you know, a- 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 AI has made it. Well, yeah. A skeptic out of me. Uh, So have the NFL officiating crews. Mm -hmm. Um, They're trying to have it both ways. They're trying to say it was the Lions' fault for being too razzle-dazzle. And then we've got the report from Adam Schefter saying uh, they're talking about demoting the crew. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. Can't wait to talk to our buddy Lomas Brown, color analyst for the Detroit Lions Radio Network and host of WJR Sports Wrap at 6 p.m. every evening here on AM760. Lomas, good morning.
3: Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Happy 2024.
0: Happy New Year. And to you. Yeah. So my hair's still on fire. How about yours?
3: <laughs> Man, I don't have much up there, guys, but it's on fire. The little bit that I have left, it's on fire. And it's been on fire for a couple of days, too. I'm trying to extinguish it, but it won't it won't go out. It won't go out.
2: Well, Lomas, how much would it really have changed? Would it have made them the second seed? I mean that is a big deal,
3: Jamie. A huge deal. I mean a huge deal if you think about it. Um, Man, the NFL man—they should first of all they should be ashamed of themselves. I said they should be ashamed of themselves because one, like I was telling Nick, you got you got referees uh, roughing multi-million dollar athletes and refereeing a multi-billion dollar business and these guys aren't full-time. It it just doesn't make any sense to me how you have these guys so responsible for all this, but yet still they're not full-time. It it, it just is senseless to me. And then you have things that come up like what happened to us. I mean, and I also told Nick that you better get ready. We're going to have another rule. It'll be another Detroit Lions. Uh Calvin Johnson created the catch. This is gonna be another rule where they're gonna tell uh, officials, gonna tell teams, you can't run more than one player up to me at a time. It's just, it's crazy, and it always hurts us, the citizens of Detroit, of Michigan, and our beloved football team. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: Lomas, how bad do the do the players? want to just, you know, win out now and get back to Dallas and play them again?
3: Man, I know they do. I, Lloyd, I know they want to get back there because they beat those guys. I mean, you if you think about it, we won that game um, and those guys won it on the field. And that's where it hurts you as a player when you go out there for 60 minutes and give it your all and it's taken out of your control. You know, it's taking out, uh, you know, the victory snatched away from you, not by something you did on the field, you know, but by somebody else. And that's what hurts you the most because you go out there and you lay it all out right on the line for 60 minutes. You expect, you know, for the outcome to be determined on the field. You don't expect it to be determined by somebody wearing stripes or somebody that wasn't really, uh, you know, associated with – uh, playing on that field. So it, it's just disappointing. I know those guys are ready to get back at it.
2: Uh, Dan Campbell was so mad. He crinkled that paper that was handed to him in the post-game press What conference. was
0: on that paper, Lomas? <laughs> Do we know? Was, was, really was that an admonition from the PR department saying, Dan, keep your cool? <laughs>
3: yeah, hey, it probably was some choice words on there that Dan couldn't repeat on the air. So he probably balled it up going to get fined basically almost anything that the coaching staff or any players say now is so scrutinized that you're going to get fined over saying this so i don't blame them man you gonna lose the game and lose your money no nah, that's not <laughs> a good combination
2: so okay they have to move forward they have the final game of the regular season um do you think they'll play their starters very much it looks like they're probably locked into the three seed
3: Yeah, Jamie, so that's a great question because you have to have balance. So I'm saying that because, okay, we know a couple of guys, Sam LaPorter, we know J-Mo got banged up a little bit in the game. Of course, guys are tired. Their bodies are so beat up because of where we're at in the season right now. But you kind of have to weigh that with momentum. You kind of have to weigh that with chemistry that you have going on. Don't forget, if CJ is able to come back, He has to get practice. He needs to get kind of incorporated back into game speed. I mean, this guy has missed pretty much the whole season. So it's going to be hard for him to come back, say, the playoff game and be real, real impactful, I think. Um, And then you got young guys. We got a whole bunch of first, second, third-year guys on the team that's never experienced playoff ball. So you kind of want to kind of keep the momentum going. You don't want to kind of pull these guys – And take all the momentum away. So it's a fine balance that Dan, uh, the coaching staff, and the front office—they're going to have to determine just how much they want to play these guys.
0: So the the latest speculation is, assuming that the uh, that the Rams uh, lose to San Francisco, and the uh, Packers beat the Bears, Green Bay would be the number six seed and would head to Ford Field. Uh, right now, if, uh, if all things remain the same, it would be the Rams coming. Who would you rather face, the Packers or the Rams at this point?
3: Oh, give me Jordan love and the Packers all day long. I do not want to see Matthew Stafford back here. <laughs> I don't want to see a motivated, hungry Matthew Stafford back here. That team has been playing good. They got a running game. They got receivers. Uh, they got a defense over there. And they got an innovative coach, too. That when he's given time, he's proven that he can win Super Bowls. You got Matthew Stafford coming back to, to uh, Ford Field as a Super Bowl champion. You know, it's a whole different swagger as a quarterback when you come back as a Super Bowl champion. So, no, give me Jordan Love
2: all day long.
0: Yeah, we would have to point out the Rams would have to beat the Niners in order to make that happen.
2: That's probably not going to happen unless the Niners (laughs) don't play their starters. There
3: you go, Jamie. Hey, best team on game day. And I'm telling you, Matthew is playing at a high level, so you just never know. Injuries. Remember last year what happened to uh, Mm -hmm. San Francisco? They got all the quarterbacks hurt. You know, so you just never, never know what can happen throughout the course of a game or a season.
2: You know what? Jordan Love is pretty hot right now, Thirty touchdowns this year, 3,843 yards.
3: Get pressure on them, Jamie. I would pressure him. As soon as he steps off the bus in the tunnel, <laughs> I'll start pressuring him right there, Jamie. I'm sending guys that are right in the tunnel. He's right. young guy. He's never been in this situation before. <laughs>
0: and finally, Lomas, before we let you go, who do you like in next Monday's game? Wolverines against the Huskies.
3: Hey, maze and Blue, baby. Hey, I they, look, they, they look good last night because that was a tough game. They beat a great Alabama team. They may not have been great this year, but you know Alabama carries that legacy with them, and you have to get over that, too. I thought it was a great win for Michigan last night, and, hey, they might as well go ahead and clinch this thing. One more to go, baby. One One
0: more. more. Go (laughs) Blue and go Lions. Lomas, have a great week. We look forward to uh, taking down those Vikings.
3: Absolutely. You guys take care Happy.
0: And happy Uh, new year to you. When we come back, John, U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author on Michigan football. His take on what January 8th might look like, the the game, and also Jim Harbaugh's future. That is just ahead at 749. You know, I hear all the time from the Inside Outside guys about how in-home air quality can really affect your health. And during the winter months, it is really even more true. Now, I ran into my friends from CNC Heating and Air Conditioning the other week, and it got me to thinking... Uh, to check my home's air filter and to make sure that it's updated because it helps us breathe better. takes a lot of those nasty things out of the air, decreases dust. And did you know, for 75 years, the Corians, wonderful family, have owned CNC heating and air conditioning and has become one of Michigan's most trusted heating and cooling companies. So, yes, we want you to stay warm, cozy, and safe during the cold weather months, but we also want you to stay healthy, and that means getting your furnace tuned up. And also take advantage of the CNC Heating and Air Conditioning Carrier Cool Cash Savings Promotion right now if you need a new carrier furnace. Call CNC Heating and Air Conditioning 800-MY-FURNACE. That's 800-693-8762. Get a free 21-point comfort survey. And if needed, you can get installation of that new carrier heating and cooling system tomorrow so check your filters check your system and if you need a new one we'll have that for you tomorrow cncheat.com that's cncheat.com carrier turn to the experts